This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Modern Geek, podcast number 57, recorded September 17th, 2012. I'm Chuck. And I'm Wong. Welcome back to Modern Geek. We're going to get right into it because we got a full platter here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. A lot of stuff happened. Hit it. Go figure. Apple Apple releases and, and uh, actually, I'm going to start off with the Google updates here. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, there's a... Actually, a pretty decent update to the Google Drive app Okay, on the iPad. And that's like Google Docs for people who don't like the new interface. <laughs> yeah, tell There's, me about this because I'm kind of stupid about Drive. I see the thing all the time that says, hey, your, your Google <laughs> apps are going to turn into Drive. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I actually got the, uh, hey, um, it's okay. You can still use the old version on the web page thing, but... Do you mind telling us why you don't use the new one? <laughs> That's cool. And, and it's because, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just We're dense, lazy. But I, well, I, no, I, I can't find, like, a treed view of what's shared with me. Ah. So, like, it's, like, you would have to search by tag instead of, like, we've got a lot of production notes, yeah, right? Yeah, right. And they're all in subfolders. But now, as far as I can tell in the new interface, they're just tags. Oh, that sucks. And a big unsorted pile of garbage. And it's like, well... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the docs interface for now because you know all of our stuff is there, <laughs> and you know we kind of need to to use it that way. You know, so. it's it's like Evernote. I've never understood why anybody would try to force you to use either a foldered or a tag system when there is just no reason not to give you both. Right, right. It's it's like you know Gmail lets you do that. <laughs> Well, admittedly, G- maybe it's, Gmail's the argument because Gmail is entirely tag based, right? But you can still view it in the fashion of folders. <laughs> That's true. I, I'm with See, you. And I'm like, come on, come on, guys. <laughs> maybe I'm missing it. I haven't looked at the, the new. I did take a quick peek at the new interface, um, and I just couldn't. Again, I couldn't find it. Um, anyway, though, the the really exciting part though is on the Drive app on the iPad. For not not for like spreadsheets, but for Word documents, uh-huh. you can go into an edit mode, and oh. it does this kind of not quite as fast as two people like for collaboration. Mm-hmm. You can do collaboration now, like it updates the document every few seconds with changes back. Oh, and forth. that's cool. It's yeah. It's I haven't played enough with it, but. It is in the right direction. Let me tell you, it is, and it's not just like a gigantic. Um, edit box you know how that that was the case before it sure was just, yeah that's bad it's like well that that's not that really sucks. this this is actually like a full screen kind of um it's got like a fonts bar at the top bold italic underline uh, alignment bullets um margins that kind of stuff so you can actually do quite a lot of stuff in docs now and then like an actual you know current viewers thing up at the top like top nice. right like you would be used to so it's it's getting there i wouldn't say it's fantastic but it is if you haven't looked at the new drive app like the one that yeah, updated within the last week or so it is definitely worth checking out awesome and, and free obviously so. <laughs> 
Uh, the, the other interesting one from Google was the YouTube app in anticipation of, you know, iOS 6 coming out. And, and actually, they're going to be removing all of the Google stuff from the native iOS, right? Uh. So, new YouTube app. Um, you know this kind of um, gray left bar slide-in thing that's been the rage at Facebook and Google and, uh-huh. and, and all that? They've integrated that on here. So, I, like, I'm logged into mine right now, and I've got my channels. Like, it, it looks like a compressed version of the YouTube subscriber page. And with, like with all the different uh, categories and stuff like that, the search is really good. Um, it's an HTML5 player, which um, is is a bit better. Um, still, it doesn't look like annotations obviously work on videos, but but it is a lot cleaner on the iPhone and a lot easier to find what you're looking for and and uh, play videos and navigate between them. It's it's a lot less clunky than the. Uh, than the native one, which really hasn't been updated since ever, uh, ver- since the iPhone one. Yeah, it's like really this this interface is really long in the tooth. Like that whole you know related videos thing after you play, but you can't you can't go back to play it. You have to go to back to the previous screen to replay the video. It's like can that not be better? And yes, now it's better on the on the on the YouTube app. I have removed the other one from my media folder. Nice. Uh, it, it's it's a drop-in replacement. You can log in. You can do likes and shares and stuff. And it is definitely worth picking up. And well, you know, when you upgrade to iOS six, you're gonna have to anyway. So nice. And speaking of which, let's go right into iPhone five. Yes. <laughs> now here's the interesting one. Um, basically, the phone is the same shape. Right. As before, um, there's not really much change there. It's thinner. It's like uh, 7.6 millimeters thin now and like 112 grams. So it's like 20% lighter. Um, they, they're, oh, they actually explicitly said in their, in their um, I watched the keynote, mm-hmm. and in the keynote they explicitly say that, oh, all our manufacturers are talking about larger, you know, everything. And, you know, that's, that's the exact opposite way of what should be going on. We need to make everything smaller. Everything needs to be smaller. And... That is our direction. So people that were hoping for like a note-sized iPhone, no, you're out of luck. <laughs> it's, it's basically the same shape as the iPhone 4 and 4S. I think, honestly, that's a pretty small group. Um, yeah, I mean, people like me have been looking at it for a while um, because, you know, large fingers. Um, I've, I've got basically gigantic gorilla hands, and the more I use devices like the iPad, the more I realize how how much I've been compromising on, on the small iPhone screen. Now, that being said, the iPhone screen is larger now. We've got a four-inch screen where before I think it was, what, three and a half or something like that. Yeah, what, um, what's really nice about this is that it's, it's a standard 16.9, right? Exactly, yes. We have 1136 by 640. Um, See, and that's a big deal because it is a real pain in the ass to make video for the iPhone. Right, yeah, because you're either... Zooming in and and chopping off the sides of your video, or you have bars at the top. I mean, right. everybody at this point. I mean, everybody's Everything making sixteen by nine. Does yes. not look right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got movies at two thirty-five to one or whatever, but it's for the most part for web video that kind of stuff. It's all sixteen by nine, so TV. it is good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. TV. You know, broadcast TV. It's 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 all that way at this point. So right. it's good to see um, they. 
made a point about saying what happens to these old apps that you know may not be updated yet, mm-hmm. and they basically just put them in the screen like they 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 put bars along the top and bottom mm-hmm. so that way it basically draws the size of the old screen and puts the uh nice with a native resolution puts it there so you're actually no loss of quality on the old apps it just your phone will look like an older style phone if you're using an app that hasn't been updated i love the black bar solution that's awesome <laughs> why not yeah, letterbox your apps it'll work fine <laughs> <laughs> It's actually, it's brilliant, actually, because then you don't have a zoom mode like you do on the iPad oh, or anything yeah. like that. There's no clunky difference. It's just like, if it's ready for the new one, it'll work. Um, um, I'm not sure the significance of this. So you know a little bit more about cameras and stuff and color, but they say it has for, uh, full sRGB color saturation now mm-hmm. on the screen. So what I'm guessing is that means, you know, the, the colors will be truer to their original intention. I could see that. And, and, you know, it's funny. A lot of times these really technical differences with the camera seem like nothing. But, like, if you look this at... This is for the display. Right. Well, and the, but if you look at... Oh, there are camera differences as well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'll let you get to that. Oh, yeah, sorry. The, the camera is updated. It's an 8 megapixel uh, f2.4 aperture. Uh, they, you know, they... they put a quartz lens in it or something like that it's basically just it's got a new image uh processor in it so there's like less noise in a new like low light mode yeah i was gonna say you know it's fascinating to me a lot of times you read these things and you think ah who cares and then the funny thing is though it really does make a difference like the difference between the pictures that my 4s takes and my previous phone take night and day i mean the 4s takes surprisingly good pictures Right, yeah. With its, it's Achilles heel being low light. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Actually, uh, we, we did have a, a note from PhotoNuts that there's this um, PhotoKina conference going on right now. Uh-huh. And he, he thought that you'd get a kick out of this. They now have the ability to, every, like it's miniaturization this year, so they have like the ability to have like a full frame uh, sensor in a point and shoot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he thought you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, it's so. true. It's true. I'm like I'm like a big fan of the like I, my point and shoot is a point and shoot. It's got to go in the front pocket of jeans. If it does not, it is not a point and shoot. It is a midsize, as far as I'm concerned. You know, right. so that's awesome. I know I saw that uh, Sony camera, which is still sort of more like a four thirds to me uh, in terms of presentation. You know, like it it. It's a big, it's a mirrorless camera, you know? Right. Like, the, I would love to see something that's like the size of the X100 or something like that, uh, or slightly larger. That might be worth carrying something I can't put in the jeans pocket if it were full frame. I don't know. <laughs> Just because right. of the light handling. I mean, that's, wow. Right, yeah. Anyway. So, well, but I mean, that's, of my that's price cool range, thing. regardless. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's all like first generation hardware. No, I'm not going to buy that. <laughs> but it, it is interesting that, you know, that's what's happening. Everybody's miniaturizing everything to fit in devices like this. So everybody benefits on this. Um, we've got, you know, the, the expected uh, LTE update uh, for it. Um, uh-huh. You know, a lot, a lot of iPhone 4, a uh, common misconception is with the latest update that, the iPhone 4S supports 4G. No, it's no. not really that. That's 
a carrier note of what network you're connected to and and quote 4G specifications is like HSDPA, which can backscale down to HSPA. So it's it, it's not line, really 4G. Unless they you a radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I did see a screenshot from uh, someone on Google Plus, actually, um, that they did a speed test on an actual one that showed up as LTE, not 4G in the corner. Weird. So there's, I guess there's newer networks. Um, that might have been a Verizon, though. Huh. So I, I don't know how the... Uh, the little codes show up in the corner. Either way, um, the other cool antenna update I saw ah. was um, 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi N. Ooh. Yeah, and that one's been a one that's outstanding for a while. The iPad for a while has had 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi N, which uh, basically gives you better throughput and better uh, signal quality. Uh, especially and, if you're around a microwave. <clears throat> yeah, no kidding. And the ability to dump the old stuff completely for a lot of people. Because right. if you think well, about it, the last item that is not five, you know, that is not. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's it. Is exactly. the phone. So. Yeah. So now it does like 2.4 gigahertz ABGN and then 5 gigahertz N. So that's. So you can run 5 gigahertz N in your house and ditch the old stuff if you care. Right. Yeah, um, there there was also another note that I'm not sure uh, if any of our European listeners will know what this means or not. But in Europe, there's this thing called dual carrier network huh. service. Um, I think it's so that you can switch between different networks uh, without with the same SIM or something like that. They're adding support for that as well. Huh. Uh, so I, I, it doesn't really matter over here because everyone here is all like one network style thing. So I don't know what the difference is, but that is something to note anyway. Cool. Uh, not really much to say on the on in terms of the chip. It's, they say it's two times faster. It's an A6 in there. Um, they did update the front facing camera as well, so it's now a 720p camera. Oh, that's cool because the front facing camera kind of sucks balls on the. It was like a VGA camera. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It, it, you could tell when people are taking the self portraits because it's you know other than their arms sticking out halfway through the frame, but. Um, they said they added some new speakers to it um, with uh, with a microphone for the phone calls. They're adding what's called wideband audio, oh, yeah? which is kind of taking away from the standard type of phone call with a narrow spectrum. They're adding more. They're trying to make the call quality better. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, one thing I've been extremely impressed with the 4S is in terms of noise rejection, like you're driving in a car, it sounds silent on the other end. Right. Well, and that, that was the entire idea behind this, is that with the new speakers and the new um, sound system that they put in it, all of it is designed to cut down on room noise and car noise and that kind of stuff so that you own, the, the other person only hears you and you don't hear yourself echoed back into your own head. Nice. So, I mean, all really good updates. Yeah. Um, there's a new connector. So the dock connector confirmed it is done. Um, it's a digital-only signal, which means that there's not really going to be any uh, third-party cables, mm -hmm. or at least unlicensed third-party cables, like <laughs> right. say goodbye to the $2 eBay dock cables. <laughs> no. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, one cool thing about it is it is reversible. Oh, really? 
Yeah, so I guess they took 10 years of people going, man, I could never plug the dock connector in the right way around and said, <laughs> you know, why don't we just make it all eight connectors on both sides and whichever way you plug it in works. Nice. That is cool. Uh, and for people who have like car accessories and that kind of stuff, there is an adapter uh, that you can plug into a 30-pin cable and have it convert to the, uh, the eight-pin connector. It's big and bulky and costs $35. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess it's got. To, well, if you think about it, if it's a digital signal, they've got to have like a digital. Uh, they've got to have a, a a DAC in it, right? To, right, con- right. To analog audio, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess the cost is justified, but it it does kind of suck for people that have invested into this. I mean, agreed. It's one less hook from you know considering other options. Um. Uh, in terms of other updates, I mean. They got all the iOS 6 stuff running on there. That's pretty much it in terms of hardware updates, though. Um, it is really just another iterative update like the 4S was. Sure, which is good, um, I think. It is. Um, and to be honest, my uh, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, that's cool. expected. That's cool. Um, I have no reason to upgrade my iPhone 4 at the moment. It's still running fine. So Same here. Um, the cool thing about that, though, is that the 3GS is finally getting bumped off the end, and there's an 8-gig iPhone 4, which is free with a two-year contract on nice. US carriers. That is good, because That's, the three, 3GS was definitely long in the tooth. Oh, yeah. They, they, were, they were struggling. <laughs> I think it was purely... I mean, I work for telecom. My opinions are my own. Unfortunately, we're getting into network talk here. But I think they kept the 3GS around purely so that they could compete with the free market. Sure. So it's nice that there's at least some decent hardware on the low end now. Uh, yeah, the 3GS was a little silly at this point. But the 4S, uh, they're going to keep around at six, uh, 16 gig for 99 with a contract. And then the 5, there's a 16 for 199, a 32 for 299, and a 64 for 399. Nice. And they are shipping uh, pre-orders on the 14th, ships on the 21st. Cool. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty quick. Uh, U.S., Canada, U.K., France, Germany, Australia, Japan, Hong Kong, and Singapore. So they're, they're getting better with their initial release dates, which is nice. Hell yeah. And for those of, uh, those of us that have been waiting for the, uh, the iOS update, it's actually dropping on September 19th, which should be the day that this podcast releases. Nice. So when you're listening to this, if you have a, what is it, a 4, a 4S... Uh, obviously a five, an iPad two or three, and an iPod third or fourth generation. It may just be fourth. I think you can go and and get the free update and uh, take advantage of most of the new features that the iPhone five has, other than the hardware. Nice. And that'll be like that priority inbox stuff, and you know, just a, a bunch of Twitter integration, Facebook integration, all that stuff that we talked about a while back when they first talked about it. So, hell yeah. Well, we'll I, be doing that, of course. Yeah, I, I think it's a solid release. A lot of people have been talking about that they didn't go drastic and they were expecting it to. And I'm, I'm not sure what really what side of the fence I'm on on this because I don't look at the iPhone 5 and immediately go, I need this over over the 4 that I have. Well, that's good. I mean, what it, what, you can't do that. I mean, nobody can do that. It's not like you're going to get a new Jesus phone every every year, you know? <laughs> well, it's, exactly. It's not happening, guys. I mean, it's it's so it's it's a little bit better as you would expect, about a year better. You know. 
Go figure. <laughs> Seriously, I like this. I think it's better. We're not going to see the big, like, mass craziness around it at the same time. You know, if you need one, it's time you can get one. If you're mid-cycle like me, I'm certainly not going to rush to do it. Of course, remember, once the new OS goes on the old phone, the nice brand new phone is not going to be super fast anymore, which is well, yeah. frustrating. Um, that's my biggest complaint about my old original iPad. It's I don't mind it that much. It's just slow because of the new all of the new feature creep in the new OSs, which is good. You know, it's a way. Well, it and it's expected. I mean, they yeah. optimized the, the the software to work best on the new hardware. I mean, of that, course, yeah, that's just common sense. Yeah, um, and I could have stayed on the old OS if I wanted to. You know, yeah, you could have. <laughs> it's my my decision, so well, I'm not complaining. I, the, this next update, you will be staying on the. Yes, the I will, planet. and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> you no, know, probably at that point, yeah. Considering um, how how much it's stressing it now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think either way, it's 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 a solid offering, and it's it's a good replacement to the 4s. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, we're just burning through this. The other thing that came across, um, or that they released here was some stuff about iTunes uh-huh. um, and, and going into some of the iPods. The iTunes, they, it looks like they might have actually got around to rewriting a lot of it. Um, nice. Remember, remember how we were, we were always complaining that iTunes is slow and bulky and yes. you know, written in 2003? <clears throat> well, they, it looks like they put a new front end on it. Um, uh, first of all, they upgraded the, they're upgrading the iTunes store, you know, putting a new... Uh, putting Facebook and Twitter crap all over it, uh, like you would expect at this point. Uh, sure. Ping is being removed. Good. Remember, remember Ping? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Neither do I. It's going away, too. <laughs> awesome. Uh, they've got this new like single pane interface for iTunes where they got rid of the sidebar. Oh, cool. Um, what's cool about it, though, is that you can bring up like a sidebar of playlists and see playlist contents and your library at the same time. Which has always been a big problem because you can either only see your library or only see a playlist, and it's really hard if you're trying to sort a yeah. specific playlist. It, no kidding. It's, it's, it was a really cumbersome kind of design, and, and they finally got away from that sidebar, thankfully. And it's, it's, it looks like an overall improvement. Uh, you can now, when you're just randomly playing through your library, you can do that play next feature that's been a part of the, uh, the iTunes DJ thing for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, I want to hear this song next. I don't want to hear it now, but when this song is over, play this one next. Nice. And before you didn't really have that option, um, now you do, which I really like. Um, it, it's a very, uh, they redid the search in it. It's a very spotlight style search now. Oh, that's cool. So it comes up with like, you type, start typing and it comes up with different sections like albums, artists, songs, that kind of stuff. So uh, very much like spotlight, which is been also been a long time coming because... The search in iTunes has always been garbage, too. And the mini player integrates all of those features, you know, when you have it running in the corner or whatever. So I like that. Um, you, you'll appreciate this. When they were demoing iTunes, they were like, oh, and let's play a movie. And it was the, uh, the, the clip from the Avengers where, um, where, where the Hulk uh, takes Loki and smashes him back. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, that's entertaining. But uh, they, they're really pushing that play the the movie within the iTunes frame thing instead of a pop out. 
Huh, okay. Which they've been doing for a while, but it looks like they're kind of doubling back down on that and trying to get people to play the video within the frame itself instead of uh, another pop-out, which I guess is all right. It's yeah. not my style, but I'm, I'm going to hope that there's still a way to turn that off like there has been in previous versions. Right. And, yeah, I, I, one thing I just hope is that since they've rewritten the front end, that means that maybe they Rewrite, have thrown yeah. away some some of the back-end crap that oh, has God, been sitting yes. there forever. Please. Well, it's, it's still... it's. The uh, the one that's running on my computer right now is still written in Carbon. Yeah, that's come on. I mean that that was the iOS nine transitional language. I mean, come on, guys. It's time. We're, it's time. It's been ten years. It's it's time to let it die. Um, the iPod Nano there they went back to a very classic Nano design. Right. I uh, like the, that a lot. I saw the, that. Yeah, the Watch Nano is is no more. You can't, uh, the, the watch nano is gone at this point. Um, it looks like two or th- two and a half nanos stacked on top of each other without the clip on the back. Awesome. Actually, actually, have you ever seen the Nokia Lumia phone? Yes. yes. It looks exactly like that, but smaller. Yeah. Which looks very much like the previous nano, you know, like right, a combination yeah. of, which is great because the nano was the ultimate gym, uh, music device until, until the uh, watch nano at which point it just completely fell out and that was one of the big markets for it well you know what's funny about it is that they showed a line of all the nanos on on the screen and they had the first gen one which was that that you know seminal design that's Uh that's been the success then they had the second gen one which is basically that but aluminum then they had the third gen one which was the stumpy one right that nobody liked and then they went back to the classic design for the fourth and then for this, they tried again with the stumpy design with the watch nano, and now they've gone back to that design again. It's like, hey guys, see what see what's happening here? <laughs> People like this form factor. Uh, it's got like a full multi-touch display, two and a half inch display, and it's got uh, they they put a home button on it like an iPhone, and uh, oh, that's cool. They put the lightning connector on it. Uh, there's an FM tuner, all the Nike Plus stuff in it, uh, and they added Bluetooth support. Which means you can plug it into your um, A2DP car or headphones or anything like that. So that's been a long time coming as well. You don't need to get a touch purely for the Bluetooth anymore. All good things. Yeah. So that, uh, and again, that's with like with iTunes, that's going to be released in October. The iPod Touch has had the the iPhone five treatment. Basically, they added the bigger screen, they made it thinner, and they added colors. Woohoo! <laughs> and it also has Siri, which is a good Ooh, addition. Yeah. Which makes sense, too, if you think about it, since they're adding Siri to the iPad. Uh-huh. It's like all of the iOS devices, let's just get Siri running on it and be done with it. Hell yeah. It makes sense. And they also added a camera loop on the back for some strange reason. Huh. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Again, October. And they also redesigned the headphones. Yes, I heard about this as well. Right. You know how when you put in an iPhone headphones, that's like they're, they're basically blasting the sound at the side of your ear and it just happens to be going down the ear canal? <laughs> right. They've now changed it so that they're very directional. It's like, you know, how you put those things in your ear, you kind of hook them in. Uh-huh. And the, the speaker port is actually directed at the ear canal now. Nice. So it's, it makes sense, and they added a couple more different holes into it. Like, there's a hole in the in the base of the headphone to to give it a little bit more resonance for better bass and that kind of stuff. Um, in like in the stem, 
they're including it with the, the the new eye accessories, and you can buy them separately. I think it's it's good though. How long has that design been like that? I Forever. mean, like since like yeah, like since like some of the original iPods yeah. came out. So they they did say they were working on it for like three or four years. I I don't know. I've to be honest, I've always gone with third party ones. Exactly. Uh, just because yeah. those Apple ones never really fit my ears properly. I used them pretty exclusively until I started going to the gym, at which point I started blowing through them because they just don't hold up there. Uh, mm. So I started buying aftermarket ones. Plus, I started buying ones that uh, had the rubber piece and stuck in your ear because it's nice to be separated from the rest of the noise. In the gym. <laughs> That's exactly the kind I get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the one... The one the coolest part for me with my gorilla hands again is that the controls are actually a lot bigger now too. Well, that's cool, which is good because I could never, I could never press a center button of those things. Oh yeah. I would always wind up pressing the volume up or volume down. It's like my fingers are not that small. (laughs) (laughs) I had two pieces of non Apple news. Alrighty. Uh, one was the, uh, the Runkeeper app was updated. We talked about it quite a bit. And yeah, and it it was a pretty significant. This was actually about a week ago, but it was a. And they released another one that it was literally just an iOS six fix. You know, probably they just expanded the screen a little bit so you don't get <laughs> yeah. bars, right? They added pixels, <laughs> <laughs> right? But when it comes down to it, what you've got is uh, it was a pretty significant update. It, it, one of the biggest changes was on the activity list on the phone. Uh, in the past, the activity list was very, uh, it was really kind of ugly. And uh, the new one is is much more detailed and a whole lot easier to look at. One of the biggest things, though, is that they added training plans. Uh, they've had training plans that you could purchase online uh, for quite some time, but now you can you can get these free training plans. Like for example, uh, I'm just looking at it now. You go to activities and you scroll to the very bottom and click use a training plan, and uh, then you can select one. Like they have uh, a sub two thirty half marathon, a uh, you know a whatever you know. You could pick a a specific uh, you know. Any of these various workouts for like the 10K or so on, uh, it looks like they're all uh, half marathon marathon right now. But in the past, they've had some others on there as well. I think they vary from time to time. And each right. of these will consist of like the uh, the the sub 230 half marathon is a 64 workout plan over 112 days, you know, and right. each of the plans uh, suggests what you should do. And uh, it tells you about the trainer that uh, that made them. You can look at the schedule. And uh, then if you go to do these, it will actually lead you through them. So it's it's kind of a cool deal. Uh, you can also set a target pace, and it'll try to build workouts for you. Or you can do one-off workouts and build your own. Uh, so significant uh, a significant upgrade for those who are into you know using it more uh, right. effectively for training. The second one is unrelated, but you did mention Avengers, and that made me think of it. Okay, uh, which is the the whole uh, the whole you know just mess around the Avengers release. If you want to, and I'm not complaining, I'm going to, I'll just be clear. I'm going to go buy Avengers the day it becomes available. So what the hell? It doesn't matter okay. how bad they screw it up. I'm going to go buy it because I really like the movie and I've been dying to watch it over and over again since it came out. Okay. So uh, that said, though, uh, it, they've fallen into the same hole that everything does these days in terms of 
uh, exclusive releases. So when you release it, uh, if you buy it at this store, you get this. If you buy it at another store, you get oh. something else. If you buy it here, yeah. you get something different. So you can't really buy it all. You have to buy, choose which one you want. Uh, and then, of course, if there are any issues with any of that content, crazy crap happens. Great example of the UK release, which is actually, uh, I think it was yesterday. It was a few days before ours. Yeah, they did it like a week before, I think. Yeah, the UK release uh, was like this. You you could buy from each of these vendors, and each one had their own exclusive, right? Except that one of the exclusives was comment- Joss Whedon Commentary. Except that I guess he didn't record it quite in time, so the UK release ended up missing it. So, <clears throat> the, yeah, now if you bought that, you know, you some of them, I guess, were refunded or some didn't happen and all kinds of craziness ensued. Uh, some people were unaware that their copies that they had sold uh, advertised as with it did not have it. Uh, there were other changes to the content as well. So when people did make their careful selections, it didn't work out that way. Honestly, I, I understand why they do this. I suppose it's probably better for their bottom line. And as long as it is, they're going to keep doing it. But I, I just wanted to point out that I really feel like this type of release makes it harder to be a fan of this kind of stuff. You know, it's like it, yeah. they make it difficult to be a, a, a fan and that sucks i it's kind of kind of kind of makes me well, unhappy especially a bit. since fans especially of something like the avengers are going to want to get any and all content of, available uh for 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 this kind of release and if you, when you split it up and then don't deliver on promises and it's just it puts a bad taste in your mouth it's I'm, it's Maybe, Come on, guys. Maybe I'm like, get off my lawn or something, but I, I, miss, <laughs> I miss the old days where it released. You know, the, it, one day it was closed, the next day it was open, you know? Yes. <laughs> All right, Saul. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. You know, you it came out. You could pre-order it. You know, you got it when it came out. You could go buy it. That's how it works. Now... I, I prefer it that way because, I mean, as with everything, I'm, I'm, I, I like to like with gaming and with, with watching shows and stuff like that. I'm, I'm a completionist. I want to get through everything. Um, people are going to laugh at that if they realize how long I've not completed Skyrim. But um, I, I like to get all of the content run through. I'll, I just watched The Guild uh, to catch up last night. Uh-huh. Um, I watched through all of it, and I watched all of the little extras that they put up on Geek and Sundry. Right. And I, I had that little slight moment of annoyance when I couldn't find a proper playlist for all of the extras. Right, because it's like I want to, I want any and all content available for this, and then it's like, nope, sorry, you're gonna have to with this with Avengers. It's like, oh, sorry, no, you're gonna have to buy yeah. five different editions. So just, like, just FY- that. FYI, I thought, hey, I'm gonna pre-order this because man, I really like it, and then I saw the one that was coming out with the briefcase and all the cool. Like, I'll just buy that. That'll be great. And then before I could do it, it's like, oh, hey, well, we ran into problems with that, and we're not sure. And some people pre-ordered, and they're not gonna get it. And I'm like, hmm, I think I'll wait. You know. Yeah. And then I, a couple of days ago, I was like, wow, is it, it's already out in the UK. Man, I, I really want this on the first. I think I should go order it, you know? And I go look, and I'm like, oh, hey, look, everybody has different crap. Hmm. Well, I, and I, I don't know. I and don't know I what stopped. it is about the quality of these latest releases, but I don't know. There seems to be a lot of ball dropping going on here. It's not an isolated incident. Did you hear about the problem that they had with the next-gen Blu-rays? What happened? There's, like, discs one, three, and four are missing half the audio tracks, and... Wow. And it's something, something like that. It's like basically 
a third of the discs in there are effectively useless unless you want stereo sound or something like that. Wow. And they they basically said, well, you know, we'll try to get it sorted out and you know, blah, 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 blah. And I think they just kept selling them. It's like, come on. How... I don't know. At some point, you gotta just wonder. It's like what, what, how much quality assurance should be going into this stuff? Yeah, I, I don't know. All I know is that uh, I, instead, I don't of, know. I'm, instead of going. instead of pre-ordering, uh, I'm just gonna walk into Best Buy or somewhere and pick one up. Maybe you know this is this is what I wind up doing at this point. I just uh, what, what what is available in the store and my local you know buy more has extra copies of games and stuff that I, you know, they're never sold out when I walk in there at noon or something. Right, exactly. So <laughs> it's like, uh, I'll take my lunch break. I'll walk down there, go get it and, and come back and it won't be a problem. And like I said, I'm not being negative in that. I'm going to buy it anyway. I just well, wish yeah. they'd make it easier for me. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, we, we don't like to have to gripe about this crap. <laughs> yeah. Make it easy. I want to be a fan. I want to give you my money. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> Well, we should probably wrap up, running a little long, but very dense. Anything to add here at the end? I am not sure how we could. We've got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I I, I hope that the uh, the uh, rundown we did here saves people from having to watch the uh, the huge long uh, uh, Apple presentation. It was a good one, but it was you know it's it's a lot of information to take in. So, um, if anyone has any questions about the upgrades, uh, uh, hit me up on Twitter, GWC One, and I'll be happy to answer. Awesome. Okay, well, we will see you next week. From everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. You'll find other GWC podcasts, as well as the friendliest people in geekdom, on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. 